Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Pulver Towing. And it's week four of June Ladies Month, and I will be joined by Midwest Modified driver Ashley Merworth. We will also hear from Bob from the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, Greg from Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing, Ben from the Nostalgia Dirt Series, and our old friend Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsors. Transform your garage into an extension of your home with a custom finished floor by Garage Force. No matter how you use your garage, Garage Force has you covered. American made, backed by a lifetime warranty, our professionally installed industrial grade coatings will protect your garage from anything life throws at it and makes cleanup a snap. More importantly, it's the unbelievable feeling you get each time you use your dream garage. Visit us online at garageforce.com. Call Todd at 651-387-9213. That's 651-387-9213. Your home is your sanctuary. The next time you need appliance service, invite someone in that will treat it that way. Sorensen's Appliance Service is locally owned with 15 years of experience. Sorensen's Appliance Service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it. If you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. When your family needs a tow, trust the family that's been doing it for the last 100 years. The Schaefer family and the Pulver Towing Company has been helping folks get out of ditches and back on the road for five generations, and they did it all while treating customers like part of the family. As the first Schaefer to start towing once said, always worry about the customer and not the competition. For light to heavy and even equipment transport, call Pulver Towing at 507-282-3851 to get the best. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding area in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevlin Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small town service at a small town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Join the dark side. Devilba's Racing Chassis specializes in modified and sport mod chassis. All chassis have laser cut and CNC bent pro molly tubing. Devilba's has teamed up with Medieval Metalworks to capitalize on cutting edge manufacturing Manufacturing processes and consistencies. Devilbus offers the industry's top first-hand technical support. Parts are on hand, so there is no delay in racing. Devilbus is now servicing all regions, including locations in New Mexico and Minnesota. Contact Zane. 505-402-4505. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Carding, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakecarding.org for more details. This weekend's doubleheader sponsors at Toner's Lake is CBD Center, Wasika, Mankato Motor Company, Quality Refinishers, Supply of Mankato, and Sunday, it's American Family, Matthew Petzinger, Wasika, Kiev. Mankato and Condon Farm Services of Wasika. Hey. 
Dave from Severson Oil VP Racing Fuels, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by Ashley Merworth on Week Four of June Ladies Month. Ashley, let's start off right away talking about the big win at Cedar Lake at the opener. You work on the car all winter long. That thing looks beautiful. Walk us through the night from when you arrived at the track to Victory Lane, how the car felt throughout the night, and if you knew you had a winner right off the start. Well, um, actually, the night before we went to practice at Cedar Lake, and of course, we were kind of nervous, you know, it's first time out, and get back into the swing of things. I actually went out, and we found out after practice, my car was set up completely wrong on our part. We kind of made a few mistakes, and Chad's first thing he says is like, oh, boy, like, tomorrow's going to be a totally new day. Like, we don't know how the car is going to handle. This could be a mess. <laughs> and so then the next day, we made sure everything was good. Like, we double-checked setup, our air pressures, even every everything down to, like, the bolt, which you're supposed to do over the winter, but we just obviously went through it again just because how practice had went. And then that night we had the qualifying and I think I, I got the second fastest lap time or the qualifying time. And so we're like, okay, obviously the car's working good. We'll, we'll take it. And, um, so then for the feature time, I, I was just a mess. Like you overthink things. Like, should I make changes? The track changes, a million things kind of go through your mind and you're like, oh gosh, like, are we doing the right thing? You know, setup wise. And, came down to it we're just like all right we're just gonna go you know we'll, we'll, we'll be careful we'll play it safe and then all of a sudden I'm winning and <laughs> I was no way like thinking I was gonna actually pull it off and when I made that one error in turn two pushed kind of high or whatever and Jake got underneath me I thought I lost it I was like there's no way I'm I'm gonna redeem myself and I had to like yell at myself to kind of collect everything and start over you know and it was the best thing I could do and I crossed the checkered flag and I, I can't, I couldn't even explain the amount of happiness and excitement I had and listen to the relief to just knowing that the car, okay, we, we did it. And we, you know, like we just, I don't even know to be honest, like we just were super excited. You know, we, we worked so hard all winter and everything and just to see it pull off, especially at a track I've never won at, you know, and, for me, opening season there, that's even, that's great. It's exciting. Cedar Lake is a high bank, fast track, and it attracts the top drivers, and there were no slouches in that feature. Absolutely not. You just look at the lineup every week you go even, and it's just like you you see all these names, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I can even get a top 10, I would be happy. So to be able to pull it off, I, I was ecstatic, <laughs> to say the least. You actually became interested in racing as a fan. I did, yeah. To see, like, that side of it, too, it's just, it was great. Like, you know, you watch everyone week in and week out, and, you know, you you see how people drive, and, you know, it's just like, I want to be like them, and you learn so much just from watching others. Starting in the Hornet division and picking up the 2011 North Central Speedway Track Championship, what memories do you take away from racing Hornets? Um, you know, I don't think I really do, to be honest. Like, every little bit of it, like, you just learn from and you take that 
I don't know, like, if there's, you can really put too much from, like, a hornet to a beamer, but at the same time, you can, like, the patient's part of it, the mentality of it, you know, kind of like that. I don't know if I really take memories away from it that way, you know. When and why did you get interested in racing in the Midwest Modified Division? After I won Trek Championship, I kind of was like, I, I kind of completed my goal in, you know, that class. And the next class that was more realistic to us was the Midwest Modified because my cousin Justin still races a Midwest Mod. And he was able to kind of help us through what we would need. And he actually had, like, spare parts we could buy from him. And we knew we could get help from him. And he knew people that could help us as well. So we... Um, kind of just went that route because of the convenience also. You race with your brothers, Brandon and Corey. Does that ramp up the sibling rivalry when you're in the same heat or feature? <laughs> Absolutely. I would, um, I think it's a lot of fun. There's the rivalry, but at the same time, we'll, we'll help each other if we can. It's great now that the youngest brother, Corey, just moved up. He's already, I think, four races in and he's got a heat win and a third place and I'll be honest, when I was racing behind him, battling for second, I had to work. <laughs> and um, So that definitely bumped up the rivalry in that part, especially for him and I, I should say. So there's definitely goes both ways. Like, it's fun. You see him, and you're like, oh, boy, Brandon's fast, and now Corey's fast. So it's like, I want to beat them, but at the same time, you want to see him do good. So it's just it's intense, and it's, like, mind-confusing at the same time. This season's car. What a beautiful-looking Midwest mod. You had to be excited to get the season started just looking at it sitting on jack stands. I honestly was. I had to kind of go a little bit more simple, I should say. I'm currently in school for nursing, and so with this, I kind of had to go the cheaper route. But my graphics guy, Dylan Kromschroeder, DK Designs, he always, like, I just tell him, like, hey, like, just kind of work your magic and, you know, do what you can to get me a good-looking car, and he never disappoints. So I was super excited when I seen it, and I was more excited to see pictures of it on the track and see how, like, it just shows and shines. And speaking of work, on top of racing four nights a week, you are a surgery nurse assistant and going to nursing school. That takes some drive and dedication. Yeah, definitely. Like, I... I'm super busy, like, with work right now, and then with school on top of it, it's a full-time, like, I feel like I have, like, three full-time jobs, to be completely honest. It's really hard to, like, squeeze time in, but you just got to make it. That's the only way you can, you know, get by and get stuff done. Your race week begins at KRA and Wilmer on Thursday nights, and last Thursday you finished second in the Midwest Modified A-Main. Describe that track from a driver's perspective. Wilmer, to me, they put new clay down, so it's it's actually been very, very good. It's a smooth track. I'm a, I am like dry, dry split tracks with, obviously, a little bit of traction, and that, like, I think Wilmer, to me, is, like, perfect. You get a little bit of both in there. It's definitely a challenge. They have a little bit wider corners, so working with that, I'm, I'm used to tight corners, and with Wilmer being the way it is, it's it's nice to kind of like, okay, you know, it's it's different. You got to get used to it. You got to challenge yourself a little and you don't know what you're getting into each week, but at the same time, it's like a good learning experience at Wilmer. Friday nights, it's on to I-94 Speedway. 
Is that a major change from the other tracks that you race? Do you have to make major adjustments? I would say yes. Wilmer's got them very long straightaways versus Wilmer being kind of like an egg shape, a little bit smaller, but Fergus is the long straightaways with the tight hairpin corners. So you definitely got to change your setup that way and make sure your cornering's you have to change it so you can turn better at Wilmer than you would at Fergus, if that makes sense. <laughs> I have to ask you about the infield tractor tire. It seems at some <laughs> point in every driver's career, they get to know one up close and personal. Have you had any trouble with one of those obstacles? Honestly, I just experienced it last Saturday at Addison. I, corners. Uh, Two, I hit it twice. Um, I, the bottom lane was just working way too good for me, and I wanted to run that tire as close as I could, and, of course, I had to hit it twice. Didn't break anything, luckily, but, yeah. Uh, we became best friends, let's just say that. <laughs> wow, that was lucky not to damage anything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> the other factor we have had in the last couple weeks is the heat. How do you deal with oppressive heat? I hate heat, to be honest. I I just, when you're in the car and you're in your fire gear and in a car that runs 200 degrees, it's just, you got to keep yourself cool just to keep that mental state clear and everything. So I'm fortunate to have like a little air blower, so I'm always running that. And then just drinking plenty of water and trying to stay as cool as I can. My parents are really good about making sure I'm, you know, we even have popsicles in the freezer, in the hauler if we need it. So just, just. Like I said, keep ourselves cool and making sure we're kind of like on our best mindset. Saturday night, it's on to Ogilvy Raceway. What a track. That track has to be to your liking because it seems like it's always dry, slick from the bottom all the way to the wall. It definitely is. I, I, it's a beautiful facility. I love, I love everything about it, like the workers and everything, but I, I, We'll be honest, the competition's really sits there, and the track for me is just very tough to, like, figure out. I I do struggle with it, I'll be honest, but I, I think the competition is a good thing for me there because it really pushes you to just drive a little bit harder each lap. On Sunday night, it's on to the new Granite City Motor Park. You picked up a feature win back in May. Obviously, that track fits your driving style. Yes, Granite is my home track, I would say. It's 20 minutes from me, and the track owner just put down new clay as well, and he busts his butt, like, to make sure that track is perfect. He's always making sure, like, us drivers are happy and everything, and not just, just like, one class, but every class. He just is amazing with what he does there, and, of course, it was... It was perfect for me that night, and I was fortunate to take the win. We were at the 2020 Madtown Showdown at Madison Speedway. What a race. You gave Matt Baker everything he could handle but ended up second. That had to be a fun feature for you as a driver. Yeah, I would say if you are able to battle it out with Matt Baker, you're doing good. I would definitely say he is the top-notch BMOD driver very, very nice person, like clean driver and just makes it fun. He makes the sport fun. Like he is very aggressive. And like I said, he'll race you clean, very talented. So that was definitely ranked in one of my top five, one of my memories with him, I would say. 
We were also watching Andrea McCain in the stock cars that night. She is a great driver in the stock cars. How do you know Andrea? I actually met Andrea when I was a little younger, actually just through family friends of ours. And (laughs) I was just actually talking about this with her the other week, and she was just saying how, like, she just came up to me and she's like, we're going to be friends. And I was like, all right. And of course we just hit it off and have the same interests. And she was definitely like, clearly like my best friend. Like we just have, we just click and she's just fun to be around. Those late fall events like the Madtown showdown and the topless nationals at Ogilvie are great ways to connect with racing friends before the season ends. I would agree. Like everyone just comes together and obviously they're to race but they will at the end of the te- like end of the day they're coming together and just saying good job and we're always saying stories and racing stories and saying how fun it is you know and you get to like meet so many people that you even haven't ever met before and it's just a lot of fun i like invitational season because it does bring everyone together what are your most memorable highlights so far in your racing career I would definitely say getting that feature win at Cedar Lake on opening night. That was huge. It was, like I said, a very challenging track. People you race against are just amazing. And then I would say the like battling out with my brother every week at Wilmer and now even Corey, like those, those are my favorite memories. You can't replace those with anything. Even a feature win, it's just more fun having family there every week. Even my grandparents go every week too. So I would just say like, the family connection that we have is just super memorable. What are your goals for the remainder of the 2000 season and for racing into the future in general? In the future, I wouldn't mind trying to get like, obviously a few more future wins. I would like to see my brother win too. I will help him out as much as I can. My youngest brother, Corey, I should say. And I I do want to travel a little bit more. I want to go to at least trucks I haven't been to not quite sure, maybe like Fiesta City, since I've never been there. Just kind of like experience how other drivers race and how other tracks are. Just kind of push myself a little bit more each week. Who helps you in the shop during the week? It would be my dad and I, mainly. When my brother does come around, he'll help me out if I'm kind of tied up with school or if I'm tied up with work, he'll help wash the car and stuff. But mainly it's just dad and I. Who helps you as far as sponsorship on the car? I have Collins Brothers Towing. I have Granite City Lumberjacks. I have Bud Jones & Sons, East Central Sports, Royal Masonry, GM Drilling, ZJ Construction. I've got to take a peek here. Unique Movers and DK Designs. I have Lumber Fabrication as well. All those people are my sponsors. Will we possibly see you down here in southern Minnesota later on in the season at Mississippi Thunder Speedway or Deer Creek Speedway? I wouldn't mind trying to get down there here and there. It's so far for us sometimes. And just this summer, I guess, was kind of busy. My brother graduated high school and my other brother got married. So I'm hoping we can kind of, at the end of the season here, travel. But I also start school in August, so it might be a little challenging. It sounds like between school, racing, and your family, you've had a busy season already. <laughs> yeah, my famous words to live by are busy people get more done. So I, uh, I'm hoping I get more done, but yeah, I definitely am a busy person, I would say. The other thing that you are 
is a huge inspiration to all the kids out there. You have so many young people following your racing career, and I'm sure you are creating new racers. I I would like to hope so. I do it for them because obviously they support us too. And I just love when the little kids come to the trailer afterwards and they're like, you're a girl and you race. It's, it's, it's cute. It's just like, yeah, like we can do it too. You know, like it's great. I love it though. It's, I, it honestly is makes you like be thankful, you know, that you have an opportunity to do this and hopefully make inspiration for others, you know, and younger kids. And I'm sure it's ramped up just a little bit when mom and dad bring them down to meet the winner and they find out you're a girl. <laughs> For sure. It's great. I love it. I just love when you get, like, the crowd of people around your pit stall and it's full of little kids and they're all like, oh, can I have a picture? And, you know, or driver's cars. It's great. That's what makes it, you know, what it makes it racing, you know. That's why we do it. That is what it's all about. And Ashley... Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show, and I can't wait to see you at some of those fall specials. Yes, I hope so, too. That would be great. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum has indoor climate-controlled seating available for every race night in Knoxville at affordable prices. Why sit outside when you can watch the best sprint car races in the country from spacious climate-controlled indoor seating at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum? Call 1-800-874-4488 to reserve indoor seating at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, conveniently located in Turn 2 at Knoxville Raceway. Your personal food and drink items are always welcome at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's second floor seating area in Knoxville. Fire's Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Fire's Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car or street car needs a little... Under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Fire's Engine Service at 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Winning drivers rely on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Mattitives, offering race fuel technology for your daily driver. Increase fuel mileage and restore power to your streetcar with VP's Fuel System Cleaner. Or give your race car a boost with VP's Octanium, improving your fuel's octane by up to eight numbers and giving you the throttle response your performance car was built to deliver. That's VP Mattitives, available at your local AutoZone store or at VPRacingFuels.com. Fast Shaft's owner, Pat Fagan, is a racer himself and has been testing and building drive shafts for himself and teams all over the nation since 1992. Fast shaft drive shafts are the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch Ford center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers.
racers for racers 800-622-6617 here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made justice brothers jb80 it's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home shop and your car jb80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places try jb80 the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back tell them Ed justice jr sent you Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Bob Baker, Executive Director of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And Bob, July 8th is practice night for the Camping World Truck Series at Knoxville Raceway. Friday night, July 9th, they will be racing along with the Corn Belt Nationals, USAC wingless sprint cars. It's going to be three days of major events down at Knoxville Raceway. It really is, clean. Thanks for having us on the Dirt Show today, and we're excited about these three big nights coming up in July on the 8th, 9th, and 10th. As you mentioned, on July 8th, we'll have practice for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series here on Thursday night, and then the big race night for the Camping World Truck Series. NASCAR comes to Knoxville on Friday, July the 9th. Tickets in a grandstand are still available, and we do still have tickets on our second floor. A lot of people are getting interested in those second floor tickets because it's so hot outside and so humid outside. We have nice air-conditioned seats where you can sit and watch the races and bring your own food and drinks with you, and a lot of people are opting for that with this warmer weather we've got right now. What's really exciting for me when I'm down there is you literally never know who's going to show up at the museum while you're walking around. You're exactly right. Yesterday, Kenny Schrader and David Stremme came in and spent a couple of hours in the museum walking around and just looking at all the exhibits inside the museum and checking out the Brian Clausen Sweet Tower and the movie theater. We were featuring a movie on uh, the board tracks, the old wooden race tracks, and they were real interested in that. I think they sat in the theater for quite a while watching the building and the history of the wooden race tracks. So you just never know, like you say, who you're going to run into in the museum. And everybody, when they're here, is really just having a good time and they're real approachable to say hi to and get a picture with or an autograph or very accommodating accommodating while they're with us. And speaking of the show floor, Bill Wright has done an awesome job setting up a Greg Hodnett display. You know, Bill, our museum coordinator, did a phenomenal job with our Salute to Champion Greg Hodnett, which will be our last Salute to Champion exhibit. We're shifting gears next year and bringing in a new line of exhibits. But with Greg Hodnett's exhibit, we have eight of Greg's race cars that he drove during his career. And we've got three completely different videos going of Greg racing, interviews, and stories about Greg's lifetime. Lots of the driver's uniforms, helmets that Greg wore during his career. His wife Sherry has loaned to us a complete cabinet, a glass-enclosed case cabinet full of memorabilia of Greg Hodnett's. Everything from his engineering degree to Cheerios box, you know, with his name on the side of it. You name it, we've got it inside that case and then of course we've got a lot of Greg's engineering equipment here a lot of people don't realize all of the contributions that Greg Hodnett made to sprint car racing through his engineering degree he was the first racer to bring a shock dyno with him to the races in his truck and trailer to test shock absorbers at the racetrack so Greg really contributed a lot to the sport he did a lot of testing on torsion bars shock absorbers suspension parts to help advance not just his car go faster but also help the sport so uh, a great great tribute to Greg Hodnett we have on display, along with, right now we've got 12 Knoxville National winning race cars in the museum, so you can see a lot of the history of the Knoxville Nationals evolved through the race cars that we have on display dating back to the 1965 Kenny Weld Super Modified Sportsman type sprint car that we have on display in the museum, all the way through David Gravel's 
last winning Knoxville Nationals card, the last time we held the Nationals two years ago here. And speaking of history, that's something I look forward to. On Friday, July 9th, when we arrive, I'm going to be looking at your books and DVDs. That's interesting that you mention that, claim because we sell more books in our museum than anything else, more than the T-shirts or apparel or jewelry or anything else that we have inside the museum. Books are our number one selling item, and we do have the largest selection, we feel, of open-wheel racing books in the country, and we get other museums and other places of business that call us for inventory on these books. A lot of books we get calls on for that are out of print, and we're able to help people find some of those books. If we can find them somewhere that someone's donated them to us, we have them on a back shelf, you know, we can put those back to good use, get those in people's hands who are really interested in the history of a certain type of racing, whether it be Oswego, Super Modifying Racing, Knoxville, Sprint Car Racing, or you know, midget racing, dirt champ racing. We have a great history of books here on all forms of open wheel racing. Bob, if they'd like to find out more about the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum or order something online, what's the best way to do that? You know, we're online all the time, 24 hours a day at SprintCarStuff.com. That's our online store with all of the books and merchandise that we carry in our museum store. Our museum itself has a website. It's Sprint Car HOF, as in Hall of Fame. And Sprint Car HOF, you can go to and find out all the information on events happening at our museum, like our induction banquet we just had a couple of weeks ago, or upcoming events, you know, surrounding like the truck races or the USAC sprint car races we have here on Saturday, the 10th of July. Bob, I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, and thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Thank you, Clay. It's always a pleasure. Galloping through a sea of yellow, slashing, spraying, cutting, can't keep this up much longer. Hey, wake up. You're dreaming about our dandelion problem again. Huh? What? Just call Wolf and Sons, and they'll take care of our dandelion problem. 455-3524. 455-3524. Wolf and Sons, the dandelion assassins. Yeah. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Attention hay farmers, Rhino Egg now has a fast and easy way to handle the gathering, lifting, loading, and offloading of square hay bales using only one operator. The ACG-10 Accumia Grapple is the one tool you'll need to replace at least three or four teenagers throwing bales. Save time and money with Rhino Egg Hay Tools. Check out the new hay tools at rhinoegg.com. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products? 
products. When it comes to shipping your business products, Foamcraft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. One of our new products from Wheels Machine Racing Products is our load pull stick. These are used on the corner of your race car. You can gather all kinds of data with them or you can change springs with them. So this is our ratcheting version. Make it into ratcheting and the non-ratcheting so you can pull the car into motion either on the ground or on jack stands. Pulling the car into motion on the ground will simulate the travel through the motion and tell you if you have a bind or not. One of the things that we're using this for is to change springs. So you would have this set to a certain distance. You would hook it up to the race car. You'll get a load number. You'll pull the spring out, put the next spring in, hook it back up. The load number will be different, and then you will screw the screw jack until the load number is the same. This is simply a tool to build a notebook for you to tune your race cars. Simply just a tool for changing springs, finding a bind in your suspension, and then tuning your right front or left front packages. For more information on our products, find us on the internet at wearsmachine.com. Welcome back to the sponsorship segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Greg at Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing in Dodge Center, Minnesota. And Greg, let's start off talking about how you fit into the family dynamic here at Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing. Callie is my wife. Rod is my father-in-law. I used to drive semi for a local company. Got into building Powerlift Doors because I thought they were a pretty good product. So I came in and here we are today. Your boys are growing up fast. They seem to be interested in two things, sports and racing. Yes, they are. We actually took the year off from racing this year. They are actually helping a modified driver, a local modified driver now, trying to learn some more before they make their next step into racing. That's wise. Learn the tricks of the trade before you start driving one yourself. That's right. You also have to be proud of your wife, Callie. She not only runs the office here, she also got her EMT license and works for the Dodge County Ambulance Crew. Yes, she, she did, and uh, very, very proud of her on that part. Um, good to have somebody like that. She tries to make every single call possible that she can do, which is great. When I think of Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing, I think workmanship. The detail and precision that goes into a power lift door to make it strong but light and also durable for years of service. Yes, we take a lot of pride in building these doors. We try to make them as clean, as neat, and as strong as possible as we can so the customer does not have to call us back for anything at all. It's a one-time done door. Each door is custom. Each customer is different. It's designed to fit each client's individual needs, so on a daily basis, you never know what type of client's going to walk through the door. Maybe a bar owner that wants it to open up into a patio area, a lake home that they want the front of the cabin to open up, a hot rod garage, a farmer, a pilot. You never know what you're going to be doing next. Right. We do have a a lot of doors and houses now. We have a, a very nice three-door system up in Victoria, Minnesota that opens up onto a golf course. The guy loves it. Got a few garage ones that the guy really likes down in Stewartville. 
and uh, we're trying to hit that market pretty hard right now. The homes and trying to get those going too with us with the aviation and agriculture doors also. What are the advantages of a power lift door over a conventional roll-up door? We have less moving parts on our doors, less maintenance. The only thing you really got to check to make sure that you have no hydraulic leaks and it's push of the button and it's up and down and generally open and closed about a minute cycle time. You also save overhead space because you're not having that door roll up into the ceiling and also have to have room for the door opener. That's right. Yes, we, we generally can save the customer around two feet of headroom. Our door only comes down five inches into the opening considering a roll-up, they need two feet or even a bifold generally is more than that. I've seen a lot of information on your Facebook page, airport doors. You are doing a lot of those. Yes, we are. We uh, Aviation is very strong right now. We are building one right now that is 66 feet by 18 feet tall, going up in the Flying Cloud up there in the Twin Cities. We got numerous doors up there, and it just keeps going. A power lift door can also span a massive opening. What is the largest door that you have built recently? Um, I want to say, I th- remember it was around 84 feet by 22 feet tall up in St. Cloud. And it's interesting because you guys actually had to make the shop bigger to make bigger doors. Yes, we did. We built a new shop in 2017, if I remember right, and we are starting to run out of room again. How can they find out more about power lift doors by French Manufacturing? Get on the website, French's Power Lift Doors dot com or call 507-374-9306. Callie or Rod will answer the phone and they will gladly help you out. Greg, thank you for all you do and I hope to see the boys out at a racetrack soon with their new race cars. Yes, hopefully in a year or two we can uh, get going on that again, racing, hopefully. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1386. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. If your dad is a man of action, not words, get him the gift that lets him show he's the world's greatest dad. Napa Auto Parts has the gifts you need, like an Evercraft 100-piece screwdriver set withstand for only $19.99. Or choose from Napa's incredible selection of tools from Milwaukee, DeWalt, and Craftsman. Plus, spend a little quality time under the hood with a 5-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil with the Napa Platinum Filter for only $26.48. Happy Father's Day from Napa. Played bumper tag lately? No matter how your car gets damaged, 
Midwest Collision will make sure it gets fixed right and on time. No shortcuts, no compromises. And remember, where you get your car repaired is not your insurance company's decision. It's yours. So make the right choice. Choose your locally owned and operated Midwest Collision. Give Bob a call today at 332-2434. That's 332-2434. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Ben Holt, Vice President of the Nostalgia Dirt Series, and you're going to be hosting a swap meet, a test and tune, a car show, and also a DJ in the beer gardens in the evening this Saturday, June 26th at the Kasuth County Fairgrounds in Algona, Iowa. Sounds like a blast for the entire day. Yes, sir. This is the first and hopefully not the last. We're going to do an annual event every year. We're hoping for it to be a big success. Fans that are tuned in, the car show is going on from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And also the beer gardens, the DJ is playing from 7 to 10. And I can imagine there's going to be some race talk and some bench racing going on at that event. Oh, yeah. You bet. Everybody should be having a good time. They're going to have 50s and 60s music and some 70s. And it should be a good time. Sunday, June 27th. A cool event, they're going to have a church service in a grandstand from 9.30 to 10.30 a.m., and then that's going to be followed by a full vintage racing program starting at noon on Sunday the 27th. Talk about what fans can expect to see out on the track. From what I've talked to a lot of clubs, we're going to have quite an array of cars. we got some wire wheel cars coming and some TQ midgets, full-body cars, late models. It'll be a full field of cars. Is there a cost to get into the grandstand for this event? On Sunday, it's going to be $12 to get in. And if you're a veteran, it'll be $10. And 14 and under is free. And you're also going to try something new on Sunday. You're going to be in the announcer's booth. Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. I Hopefully I don't lock up, but I think I'll do just fine. I'm, I'm kind of a clown, so I'll, I'll be all right. Talk a little bit about your club. Who's all involved and who can get involved? Anybody can get involved. If you got a car from 1980 on down, our only rules is we got for safety and uh, we got a super stock class and we got a stock class. So we got people that got late models that have the older bodies on them. And we got, I run the stock class. I got a 66 Chevy with a stock motor in it. So that's kind of what I run. So you can spend as much money as you want to and it's still have, still have a lot of fun. If somebody has a car that they just want to bring down and display, if somebody has a car that they want to bring down and run, or if fans have more questions about everything going on on Saturday, June 26th and Sunday, June 27th, what are the best ways to find out the answers to those questions? Our numbers are on our website, nostalgiadirtseries.com. But there is going to be some people that just want to do an exhibition we're going to let them still drive around the track and show off their cars if they just want to have them staged somewhere to have them looked at and for the car show. And we're going to have some people that want to rip it up too, so do some racing. So it'll be for everybody. So we've had people contact us that really appreciate us putting this on because they haven't had a place to run their cars because they just ain't had a venue to do it because it's been garage art. They can finally get them out and use them. The preservation of these old cars is really cool to see the history of racing up close and personal 
Saturday, June 26th, Sunday, June 27th at the Kasuth County Fairgrounds in Algona, Iowa. And Ben, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And hope everybody comes out and makes it a success. Make light work of everything with Honda's top-of-the-line family of Pioneer 1000 side-by-sides. All models sport a best-in-class engine and an exclusive six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission. Then there's the 1005 models, equipped with Honda's quick-flip seating that seats up to five passengers. So find your next Honda Pioneer today at Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for driver 16 years and older. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained. Trust the slat replacement professionals at Altenburg Construction. Give them a call 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Simply adding cookies barbecue sauce is sure to make meat taste better, but when you really want to hit a home run, try one of my approved recipes. Speed the sauce man here and I've got a bunch of easy to make creations at cookiesbbq.com. Barbecue meatloaf, Grandma Elmo's broiler burgers, heck I'll even tell you the secret to speed racks and ribs. It's all at cookiesbbq.com. Hey, Smart cookies use cookies barbecue sauce. Anything less is meat abuse. Cookies is the one. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641-420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z dot com. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And it's summer, grill time, brats, hot dogs, hamburgers. You're grilling them at the racetrack, and you want a great side dish to spice things up. And Speed, you've got the perfect one. I tell you what, yeah, these jalapeno pepper poppers, I just love them. I mean, and there's a lot of different variations the way you can do it, but mine is the right way. How's that? <laughs> no, I've uh, I've done them two or three different ways, but this is kind of my favorite one. What I do is take a dozen jalapeno peppers and slice them in half and just take like a teaspoon and dig the seeds and then that white pith or webbing out of it. And then what I do is I make a mixture up, take like an eight ounce package of cream cheese and let that get soft. Then I mix in a half a cup of cheddar cheese in with it. And then I put roughly about a half a teaspoon of cookies flavor enhancer in with it and mix that all together. And then I fill these jalapeno pepper halves with that mixture. And then I take uh, thin sliced bacon and cut it in half so you got about a six inch piece of bacon. But you want to use a thin sliced bacon for this. And then just lightly dust flavor enhancer on the bacon and then wrap it around the jalapeno pepper half that you've stuffed with the cheese mixture and poke a toothpick in it to hold it on there and do that with all of them. And then just lay them on your grill and usually turn them once or twice 
but just as soon as the bacon's done, why well, you're you're ready to go, and that's the reason you want to use the thin slice bacon. Because at times I've even just pre-cooked the bacon just a little bit to have it partially cooked before I wrap it, because it don't take long, and you've got the cheese nice and soft, and the, the pepper's got just a nice little crunch left in it, and uh, makes a mighty tasty dish, Clayne. So it's really easy and enjoyable, and I'll tell you what, pop one or two of them in your mouth when you're eating a hot dog or hamburger or or whatever you've got coming off the grill, mighty tasty because, you know, you can also go to our website, cookiebbq.com, for a lot of other good recipes. So appreciate it, Clayne, and, you know, if it gets too hot, eat a couple of these peppers and warm yourself up a little more. Speed, thank you for everything you do for so many racetracks out there. I see your signs everywhere, and I highly encourage people to check out your website because it is chock full of great summertime barbecue recipes. You betcha. Appreciate it, Clayne, and appreciate the support from all the racers and their fans out there. Hi, this is Jim Miskin from Miskin Auto Parts. Check out Miskin.com. You'll see all the parts available in our U-Pullet lot, new arrivals ready to part out. Plus, we can also locate those hard-to-find parts for you. Miskin Auto Parts has been buying junkers and providing parts to our customers since 1972, and we ship out parts daily. Call us today at 507-684-2100. 100 or check us out online at miskin.com if your classic isn't so classic bring it into auto trim design of Oatana. we could fix the upholstery the carpet replace a sagging headliner make your old car look new again make your seats comfortable again whether it's a classic car work truck boat or anything else that moves we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new and we work on convertibles We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Last Thursday night, June 17th, they're racing at KRA Speedway in Wilmer, Minnesota. In the Pierce Stocks, it was Joe Martin over Cody Hatch. In the Modifieds, Don Eichens over Devin Fawkett. In the Midwest Modifieds, Chad Fawkett over Ashley Merworth. In the Mod 4s, Keith Thell over Tommy Bowden. In the Super Stocks, Dexton Cook over Dustin Zeiske. And big money up for grabs in the Street Stocks going to Justin Vogel over Tim Johnson. Kasuth County Speedway in Algona was also racing last Thursday night, June 17th. In the Sport Mods, Colby Fett over Matthew Loaf. In the Stock Cars, Kelly Shryock over Donovan Smith. In the Outlaw Mini Mods, Tyler Johnson over Nathan Kilwine. In the Hobby Stock feature, Carter Coop over Chris Krug. In the Modifieds, Austin Wolf over Kelly Shryock. And in the Sport Compacts, Katie DeVries over Lucas Parsons. We were at Chateau Speedway on Friday night, June 18th for Dirt Show Night. In the USRA B-Mod, A-Main, Troy Hovey over Jaden Larson. In the Modifieds, Ryan Wettstein over Aaron Hoff. In the UMSS non-wing traditional sprint cars, Brian Roach over Jake Kuba. In the Pier Stocks, Andrew Eichens over Michael Wick. In the Street Stocks, Zach Elward over Jason Newkirk. In the Midwest Modifieds, Kobe Kath over Corey Osmondson. And in the Hornets, Josh Winsky over Tristan Hagen. Mississippi Thunder Speedway was hosting the Redneck 100 on Friday night, June 18th. In the Hornet A-Main, Brandon Geltier over Don Martins. In the Hobby Stocks, Scott Spittle over Steve Dwyer. And in the B-Modified A-Main, Ryan Olson over Taylor Scougie. 
Fairmont Raceway was racing on Friday night, June 18th in the modified A-Main. Brandon Beckendorf over Oliver Kolofsky. In the stock car A-Main, Brandon Beckendorf over Derek Green. In the B-Mods, Jared Baumeister over Troy Grocknow. In the Hobby Stocks, Dan Stanberg over Parker Larson. And in the Sport Compacts, Jaden Erickson over Brandon Hartman. Arlington Raceway was racing last Saturday night, June 19th. In the Hobby Stocks, Corey Probst over Matt Olson. In the Sport Compacts, Jaden Erickson over Brent McConnell. In the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf over Eric Larson. In the Modifieds, Chad Porter over Todd Steinhardt. In the Outlaw Hobby Stock Division, Carl Hewitt Jr. over Brian Oppitz. In the Sprint Cars, Brandon Bicey over Brandon Allen. In the Stock Cars, Chad Schroeder over Kurt Lund. Deer Creek Speedway was racing last Saturday night, June 19th. In the modified A-Main, Kevin Stoa over Aaron Hoff. In the USRA B-Mods, Dan Hoovden over Jim Chisholm. In the Super Stocks, Ryan Wyom over Brandon Duhlman. In the Street Stocks, Braden Brower over Dustin Doty. And in the Midwest Modifieds, Dylan Gettle over Zach Benson. Viking Speedway was also running last Saturday night in Alexandria, Minnesota. In the Midwest Modified A-Main, Ron Schur over Brandon Blazek in the Modifieds, Dustin Bitson over Brady Gertis in the Super Stocks, Trevor Sir over Matt Miller in the Street Stocks, Ryan Sater over Andrew Bankson. Worthington Speedway was also running last Saturday night, June 19th in the Stock Cars, Tyler Popspitzel over Jason Fisher in the Sport Mods, Colby Fett over Taylor Johnson in the Hobby Stocks, Dan Strandberg over Jay DeVries in the Bombers, Evan Shelter over Zachary Bierman in the A-Mods, Cody Thompson over Cole Bentz, and in the Sport Compacts, Katie DeVries over Trevette Phillips. Ogilvy Raceway was running on Saturday night, June 19th. In the UMSS Wing Sprint Car A-Main, Chase Vibrock over Ryan Johnson. In the traditional non-wing sprint cars, Cam Schaefer over Scott Brandt. In the 360 Wing Sprint Car A-Main, Brooke Tantnell over Chris Graff. In the Hornets, Alex Adderman over Matthew Dittman. And in the Micro Sprints, Joe Snow over Taylor Radenberg. The Superstar Racing Experience made its first appearance at Knoxville Raceway with Tony Stewart taking the win over Hallie Deegan. In the 410 wing sprint car A-Main, it was Kerry Madsen over Brian Brown. And in the 360 and Pro Series, they had makeup A-Mains. In A-Main 1, it was Jamie Ball over Austin McCarl in the 360s. And in the makeup A-Main, Carson McCarl over Ryan Giles. In the Pro Series, A-Main 1, Devin Klein over Tyler Groendyke. And in the makeup A-Main, Eric Bridger over Devin Wignall. Houston Speedway was running last Sunday night, June 20th, in the 410 Outlaw Sprint Car A-Main. Austin McCarl over Dominic Selzy. In the Race Saver Sprint Car A-Main, Micah Slendy over Elliot Armdahl. And in the Late Model Street Stocks, Corey Yeh over Colby Clawson. Hancock County Speedway was racing last Tuesday night, June 22nd, in the IMCA Modified A-Main. Nick Meyer over Chaz Baca. In the IMCA Sport Mod A-Main, Matthew Loaf over Colby Fett. In the Stock Cars, Troy Swearingen over McCain Jennings. In the Hobby Stocks, Josh Seidels over Chris Krug. And in the Sport Compacts, Jaden Erickson over Lucas Parsons. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.